You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, all of my upcoming show dates, videos of my stand-up comedy, and my contact information. If you're looking for a comedian for your next event, please reach out to me. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a good review. Please subscribe to it. There'll be a new episode for you guys every single Wednesday. Thank you so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the podcast. like to play pokemon 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 with the pokey and the man in the thing with the guy comes out of the thing and he likes to fall off What is up, everybody? Welcome to Remember the Game, episode 13, talking Pokemon, red, blue, and yellow for the original Game Boys with my buddy Mark McHugh. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for the support and coming back. I'm sorry we missed an episode last week. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I am a stand-up comedian by night, and I've been on the road quite a bit, and I just ran out of backlogged episodes, but I got a ton of them in the bank now. We are going to hit the ground running, and we are going to get right back into it, and I thought, what better place to start than our first Game Boy game, and infinitely, infinitely isn't the word, absolutely, Ooh, oh, you'd think I'd get good at this, but nope, absolutely one of the most influential games of all time, 
the original Pokemon games. We all grew up playing them, right? If you didn't play them, you watched the cartoon or you played the Snap or Stadium or something. If you didn't like Pokemon, you at least knew of it. It was impossible to get away from. I'm sure most of us thought it was a fad. At one point, it is not a fad. It is a phenomenon. And if you don't believe me, look at what happened with Pokemon Go a couple years ago when the entire world shut down for two months to go hunting for these fake little creatures. I am not going to talk Pokemon in the intro. I'm not going to explain who my favorite starter was. We're going to get all of that taken care of in the podcast with Mark. I am going to get right to it. Thank you guys so much for coming back. I'm sorry again about last week. It's not going to happen again, probably. And uh, let's go. Pretend you're 12 again. Let's do this thing. So before you and I get into anything else to do with Pokemon, we have to establish a couple of fucking, uh, I guess, guidelines, boundaries, rules. First and foremost, we're talking red-blue. Yeah. We're talking first-gen. Are we talking yellow? Sure. Yeah, we can throw yellow in there. Uh, Who was your starting Pokemon? Because Um, that could end this discussion before it even starts. I mean, when I play it now, it's always Charmander, but the first time I played it, it was Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Okay. I'm a Bulbasaur fucking fiend. I love it. And I hate the crap that he takes from people. It pisses me right off. Bulbasaur is a very well-rounded character. He's great. He's a really good starting choice. I feel like he like that first gym is super easy with Bulbasaur yeah. because the ground, the rock stuff, it's weak against the grass type. Yeah, yeah. And it's then the second gym it's it's strong against that as well. Mm-hmm. So, but like, it's a good Pokemon to pick if you want to build momentum early on. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like uh, Charmander. Yeah, you, you get some. You get a badass Charizard at the end, but it doesn't do too well in the first gym, and it's crap in the second gym. Yeah, and I think like because everyone talks Charmander, 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 and it's like, and yeah, he's cute whatever i don't care i think a lot of people love him because of charizard from the cartoon and yeah. charizard charizard like, is like the ultimate like it's one of the coolest pokemon he is absolutely and like and and like charizard of the three starters like if you go bulbasaur squirtle charmander if you go to by their final form like of course charizard is the most badass but of the there's three. not a gym that venusaur is weak against until the seventh one he's awesome like he i just i don't know what it is because like when i got like when I got that game for the first, I got blue. My brother got red. We got him the same day. And then I knew nothing of Pokemon other than like it was the the hype and I had to get it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just picked Bulbasaur because I just picked one. I like I had no idea. I just picked one. And then I don't know if it's because he's the first one you pick. Because you said the first time you played, you paid as, as Bulbasaur. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because he's the first guy you, you've ever owned or what. But like I just I have such a soft spot for that Pokemon. And it like legitimately irritates me when people shit on him because i'm like dude bulbasaur is awesome you need to shut your goddamn mouth <laughs> like squirtle's just a crappy ninja turtle knockoff squirtle and i don't hate squirtle either but squirtle's my least favorite like, of Blastoise the three choice is a cool one but you know what i've never picked squirtle like i've played the game like 20 times sure. i've never picked Squirtle. of course not because you know why there's better water pokemon yeah there just are once i can get my hands on a magikarp that I know eventually is going to not suck. I love Magikarp. But Magikarp like, is like the most... It's so hard to do anything with Magikarp in the first <laughs> generation because they didn't have the experience share thing. Yeah. So, so every, you had to keep dropping them in 
and then pull them right them back out, out over like, and over and over. Dude, you had to do that. Like you had to do that. Like I don't know, fifty, sixty, seventy times yeah. before it like yeah, it even sucked. made a dent. Yeah, yeah. To get, but then once he finally evolved. Is it pronounced Gyarados or Gyarados? I've always, I've always heard Gyarados. Me too, yeah. I remember there was one TV show that, like, like in the cartoon it was pronounced Gyarados. Okay, so But I that's... remember, like, there was this one really bad Canadian gaming show. I don't know if... I don't even remember what it was called, but it was on YTV. Was it Video and Arcade Top 10? It might have been Video and uh, Arcade Top 10. Good times. But... <laughs> it's so stupid. And it was like, you could tell they didn't really play the game or know much about the game, but they were reviewing Pokemon Snap one time, and the girl on there was kept calling it like, oh yeah, and then you're gonna get the Gyarados behind the waterfall. Oh. It's like, no, it's not pronounce like that no yeah uh, you just said that on live tv on like <laughs> not even live tv they could have gone back and edited that it was like national tv and they left such a glaring error in it that literally that is like the that's the nerd video game equivalent of a hockey commentator or a sports like <laughs> when they like when you watch american sports center and they try to review hockey and they're like they try to say all these russian and swedish names and they have no fucking idea that's what that is it's but exactly i like gyarados too so the point I was making is that there are infinitely superior water Pokemon to stupid fat Blastoise, and you don't need them, and you don't no. need Squirtle. I don't mind stupid fat Blastoise. Like in yellow, when you can collect all three, like of the starters. Right. That's well, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, if you can get them all, sure. Yeah, like, I mean, it but was... Like you, if, I'm not putting all of my... I'm not putting all my eggs in the Blastoise basket. No. No. There's just... There's other options. And like when you talk fire, obviously there's other fire options, but yeah, you're it's... I mean, I don't take him over Bulbasaur, but Charizard's pretty badass. Like, that's a pretty badass Pokemon. But when you're talking grass, like, I defy you to come up with a better grass Pokemon toward the end of the game than Venusaur. That's true. There just uh, isn't. If I'm playing later games, though, like if I'm playing X or Y, always Charmander because you get to do, like, the Mega Evolution. Sure, sure. And, like, yeah, Mega Evolved uh, Venusaur is pretty cool. But Mega Evolved Charizard, that's like... That's Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But if you're talking old school, no. Yeah. Give me... So, okay, so you were a, you were a Bulbasaur and then a Charmander guy. Yeah. I was... I've, I don't know if I've ever even picked one of them other than Bulbasaur. Although when I play... Like, when I play first gen now, I like playing yellow more than I play, like, the other ones. See, I, I only... I played yellow on my 3DS, like, two or three years ago, and I never finished it. But uh, I'm not a Pikachu guy. I, I kind of like him in Smash because I can irritate my friends. Like I used to irritate my buddies on on Melee because he would just I kept just being cheap, using the same two moves and having them go Pika Pika Pika. But Pikachu kind of irritates me. It what annoyed me most about Yellow is like Raichu is my favorite Pokemon. Like, okay, Pikachu's evolved yeah. form, and you can't get it in in Yellow because like the. Oh, really? Yeah, because if you try to, like, use a Thunderstone on Pikachu, it'll knock the stone out of your hand. Really? Yeah, oh, like I didn't the cartoon. Know that. I didn't know that. And you can't catch, like, a, a wild Pikachu and, like, evolve him? I don't know if you can. I never really looked. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I thought, like, the concept of yellow is cool, the way that he, like, follows you around. It's like a cartoon, right? Like, yeah. he follows you around well, and they, all that stuff. Well, they add, like, Jesse and James yeah. in from the cartoon. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, they don't... They don't like rework the game entirely, but they add a few uh, little things like that, which are cool. Sure, but tr but Pikachu is garbage in that first gym. He's yeah. totally useless. He's complete. He's dead weight. Like he's completely useless. What are you gonna do? Like just tackle? Like tackle, quick tackle, attack. tackle. Yeah, quick attack. Quick. Uh, Pikachu sucks. <laughs> I, hate, I don't like Pikachu at all. 
Um, this is what grumpy men will sound like in the future. Like, ah, Pikachu can eat my ass. Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's true. You know what I love about this podcast is that, like, if we did this anywhere else and got this, like, if, if you had, like, a fucking serious, emotionally charged, like, like involved discussion about Pokemon, people walk by and like, what the fuck? Are you? But, like, no. It's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking sit here and nerd out about Pokemon for 30, 40 minutes and... You're gonna fucking like it. This is like our it. arena. This, this is, is our where... fucking arena. <laughs> Fuck Pikachu. Uh, okay, so yeah, so those first, because I like, I dude, I played the first gen ones, and then I, I kind of dabbled in other ones. I didn't play another one full through to the end until X and Y. Oh really? Yeah. I think for my money, I think second gen is still the best. Which ones were those? Was that that was the, gold silver? Gold silver. Okay. Um, and that because that introduced the second wave of Pokemon, right? It did, yeah. But you could still play the first, like all the first ones were still in it too. All the first ones were still in it, yeah. Because fuck, how many is there now? Like eight or nine hundred? Oh, it's I think it's more than that. Fuck. But like at this point, you look at like the new ones they introduce every generation, yeah. And it looks like they're really scraped. Like Dude, there's a fuck. car key Pokemon. That's exactly who I was gonna bring up when I was playing XY. I think it, it was there was like a there was one that was like a set of keys. Yeah, <laughs> I was like okay, like, like we like we all know the dude was just like. Like we we need one more. Yeah, we need one more. And he's like, um, just looked around his car desk. Key of two. Yeah, because it like even in the first gen, like there's a couple of stupid ones. But I re- I don't know if it's nostalgia or what. But like like to me, the stupidest first gen Pokemon Seal. Yeah, Seal's I, Seal's pretty uncreative. I forgot about Seal, but yeah, Seal's pretty lame. I was gonna say the stupid eggs. Oh yeah, just like <laughs> the, what I remember what they were called, execute. execute. But uh, yeah, the seal was pretty dumb. And then they evolved into an egg tree, which yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, I know. It was, but I, I kind of liked the egg tree. I don't know why, but like, but you're right. They like, I don't know if it's like I say, if it's a nostalgia charm thing or what. But at least like that first gen has charm. Like I like all those Pokemon for the most part, are pretty well, it's sweet. Like, it really is the most impressive RPG of all time. Right? If you think, because it was made for the Game Boy, which as people probably remember, that was hardware that was designed to play Tetris. Yeah, man. And they fit this massive game. They like, fit, all, like... Like, with these 150 different... 151. Yeah. <sighs> Excuse That's me. It. They fit these 151 unique characters into this game with all their own like different mechanics which is massively impressive considering what the hardware was capable of absolutely i think um one of my like to me one of the coolest things about pokemon is like it's fun like when you're a kid especially like it's fun there's all these cool characters and you're watching the cartoon and there's all you know but like to play it even if you're not into the cartoon, you have no idea about the lore of Pokemon or the backstories or anything like that. It's a it's a surprisingly deep RPG. Like it's not a like it's I mean it's obviously built for kids and like and yet a kid can play it for sure. Yeah. But it, it can be a very deep like and it's obviously improved over time. And now there's all the breeding and all the all that shit, which I never got into. But even in its core, like blue, red, and yellow, uh, like it's a it's a good RPG. Like there's some strategy to it. It's I mean, I would argue maybe it's a touch broken because there's the some psychic OP'd. was overpeed. That was gonna say that's where I was gonna go next. Was they the, fixed that in later gens, but in first gen, like, yeah, psychic Pokemon were just way too tough. Yeah, my favorite Pokemon. Well, I mean, my favorite is Bulbasaur and Magikarp, but like the ace of my rotation in Pokemon Blue and Yellow or Red as a kid was my Kadabra. 
Like I'd catch an Abra and just suck it up till he became a Kadabra. And then just like, he was the ace because like he was strong against almost everybody. But the one, like the one thing they did have is that Abra was like such a hard Pokemon to find and catch. He was a pain in the ass. And then to evolve Kadabra to an Alakazam, you had to do that trade thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Which is the one thing I didn't really like. I do like how much, like, I think that what led to the success of Red Blue was stuff like that. Like, there was, like, half, like, there were Pokemon you could catch in Red that you couldn't catch in Blue and vice versa. Yeah. And that's what led to this catching fire so much. Like, there was that forced collaboration that led to word of mouth. It was like the old Zelda games, like we talked about last time, Mm -hmm. what led to, like, that catching on fire is, like, people trading secrets, being like, oh, did you know if you bomb this wall here, you can get that? And so people were talking about it, like, on the playground and stuff, and it was the exact same here. It was like, oh, I need this Pokemon. I can't get it in this version. Right. Do you want to trade? Do you have the other version? And then you had to have the cable and fuck. And, you had to uh, buy you know, the cable, which yeah. was a pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of talk- so. On one hand, I, I do think that that's incredibly clever. To I don't know how many there was. I don't even think it was maybe ten or twelve that were exclusive to yeah, each copy. Like it was like, a, like an overwhelming majority you could catch in both. Yeah, but if you were one of those, gotta get them all. If you had to complete the Pokedex, you had to trade with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and it was well, ir- and there was a there was a good number where like like. Alakazam and Gengar. I was going to say the ghost ones, to, right? Yeah, yeah, you had to you had to trade and then had to trade them back. Yeah. Like so you had to trade with someone and then trust them enough to, to give, it give back your to level you. 80 Alakazam back to you. You know, after you put all this work into fucking leveling them up. Um so on one hand I, I think that's incredibly clever. On the other hand, I'm like you sons of bitches, you just know you're going to sell twice as many copies of your game. Well, and, I had friends that would like they would have they bought both versions of the game for that right. exact reason because they didn't have friends because so of this yeah and obviously like this is way back because i mean like playing x and y one of the things i enjoyed it and we won't get too into the other generations but one of the things i really enjoyed about going back to pokemon and playing x and y was the online trading capabilities and they had this thing i can't remember what it was called but you could just drop any pokemon you wanted into like this fucking black hole and you would get something back it was yeah. like a mystery trade 
which I thought was a really cool concept. When the, especially when there's like 800 of them to fucking get. Yeah. You know, but like back in the day, yeah, you had to have friends and you had to, there was strategy involved. You know what I mean? Like, um, you needed to meet with Tyler at recess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was stuff like, I mean, the only way to, I mean, yellow was different, but with red and blue in particular, the only way to get all, it was practically impossible to get all three starting Pokemon. Yeah. The only way to do it would be to buy two copies of the game or have a friend who's willing to start a new file and trade you. Or there was another way, and that was through, do you guys, do you remember Pokemon Stadium? Oh, yeah. Like, Pokemon Red and Blue made me crave that exact same experience on, like, in a 3D, on, like, on a home console. Which we're which, still craving which 20 plus years later. I mean, we're getting it next month, mm-hmm. finally. But, yeah. like, and we did kind of get the, those ones for the GameCubes, which were, like, they were almost core RPGs, but not quite. Yeah, yeah. But, like, next month, we're finally getting, like, a core Pokemon yeah. RPG, which and, is pretty sweet. But even those are, like, those are remakes, uh, kind of, right, of the first ones? They're a little bit, they look Ish. more like they're remixes. Right. Like, because I think in 2019, they're saying we're getting, like, a full-fledged. Yeah, we're like, getting, like, the next gen, and that's like, what, a year from now. That's what I want. Like, like having not really played one after Red and Blue until XY, it was, it was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, what they've done with this game over the last, like, 15 years. And so, like, to give, like, now that you've got the Switch and kids are starting to own it, like, dude, can you, like, the number of Switches Nintendo is going to sell because, because of, the, of Pokemon yeah. is going to be in, because, because, like, the, like, the Game Boy, like, Pokemon saved the Game Boy. Like, the oh, Game Boy absolutely. was was dead. It was, it, it had had a great run, well, but it was, it was done. It was designed for, like, Dr. Mario exactly. and Tetris yeah. and... And then Pokemon came along and suddenly it was, like, everyone had to have Pokemon, right? And yeah. then as each generation of Game Boy and each generation of Pokemon have come out, like, it's, like, the 3DS, if I'm not mistaken, if you combine all the 3DS SKUs, it's the greatest selling console of all time. I, I, think, I think it's, like, 80 million it's or something, something like It's that. close, anyway. Like, it has to be the top five seller like it's they've sold a billion of them well the game boy's lifespan it was like 12 years production wise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they were still making those things like well into like the game boy sure. advanced life and i think that uh, if you uh i think you you're you're just straight up wrong if you don't think that the pokemon games are the most important handheld games uh, in the history of video gaming like, they might they be just the most are. for me it might uh the Pokemon Red and Blue might be the most important RPG ever made. Yep. Because never before then in an RPG was there that level of customization. Sure. It you was know. like, yeah, for like in Final Fantasy, you could kind of pick your team, but not like you didn't have like 151 party members mm-hmm. to choose from mm-hmm. with different names you can give them. Yeah, for sure. I almost found it overwhelming. <clears throat> like, And to this day, I find part of the reason I shy away from playing Pokemon as much as I should, or more th- more than I should, is because I'm like I- I'm very uh, OCD when it comes to my RPGs. Like I want everyone leveled up. I want it, and it yeah. and it just hits a point where it's impossible with Pokemon. You can't do it. Yeah, you it's, can't do it with Pokemon. You're right. And so like to me, part of the fun is going out hunting. Like like this, it's so much fun. The first time you run into a Pokemon you don't have, the it way just I, is the way I typically play is I will. I won't catch a Pokemon unless I'm. I think that I want them on my team at the end. Oh, okay. Like most people try to do the catch them all. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'm just like I just want the ones I want. See, that's smart because I do the catch them all thing, and then it drives me crazy because I every time I go to the Poke Center, I go into the bank and I see that like 
I've got 40 Pokemon sitting there that I've never touched. And I'm like, I got to fucking use some of them. But I'm like, but they suck and I don't need but any of them. Not, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, But I'm too far now in the game that's to, it. for them to be any use. That's it. And I mean, and for the most part, dude, like, I mean, especially going back to that first gen where you only had 150 to pick from, uh, most people had their team like you could switch in and out one or two but you had yeah that core group that you would you know what i mean like most i, I don't know I, I don't know about yourself but like i always rolled with my starter like bulbasaur venusaur whatever yeah. he was always in my group oh, yeah. i always had a, a psychic like my cadabra or alakazam i like to carry a ghost pokemon because a lot of guys couldn't hit them and then i would usually roll a rock one like g actually i love geodude when geodude evolved because what did he become he, he becomes uh Get. He en- he ended up Get. being uh, ga- uh, Golem. Golem, that's what it is. I always liked having a rock Pokemon because if you put them up against certain, like I know a certain. Uh, what was the guy like? What was the step in between called now? Oh my god, how have I forgotten? It's this? A, you know what? Because I, I was afraid of that when I was recording <laughs> this. When I came up with the one, I was like, dude, let's do, let's do Pokemon. I was like, dude, there like, are going to be Pokemon nerds that are fucking yelling at us right now. But I was like, it's been a long time. That's dude, a lot of names. I worked to at remember. a game store last uh, last season, and like we had like the Pokemon plush, and I'm always prided myself on being able to do. Like the 150 have always been solid right. on, but like when I'm trying to like do inventory for like these new ones, I'm just like weird pink bear, <laughs> weird pink bear. It's like I don't remember the name of this thing. Right. I'm sure like hardcore pro- Pokemon fans will be like, dude, that's uh, sure. that's Teddy Ursa. What are you talking about? And uh, it's I'm like again, it's like sports. Like there are sports fans that can name every player for every team, and yeah. there's other sports fans that know like five players. And it's yeah. like when it comes to Pokemon, I can't name. I wish I could, but I can't name them. I mean. Maybe if I really no, I, I could. When I was twelve, I could do the poker rap, which is I remember the poker the rap. Poker rap. Oh yeah. God, good times. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch him. What a terrible song, <laughs> but it was so much <laughs> PR. Just like just it was just a money making machine. Like it was like it was like Ninja Turtles. Like it was so big for a while. They were they're still big, but like it was everywhere. Cartoons, video games, well, toys, was, clothes. When I was twelve, it's still everywhere. When I was twelve, I remember my mom telling me like, "Pokemon, this is a fad that's going to be over in like a month." Yeah. And here we are. It's twenty eighteen. No. Kids are still obsessed with Pokemon. You could argue that it's Nintendo's most valuable IP. Probably, and I know yeah. it's not. I you could argue that it's worth more to them than Mario is or Zelda is. It, it very well could be. Like, I mean, like merch. Like, oh. there's no way that Mario even comes close no. in merch no, sales. Not at all. Not at all. Not even close. Um, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So I, I always had a rock guy. I always had my starter. I always had uh, a ghost, and I always had a psychic. And then I'd kind of roll in and out the last couple, like. Until you got Mewtwo, and then you yeah. had to roll with Mewtwo. Did you have like a core that you always like that like every single time you played? Uh, I always had Raichu. Okay, always had Raichu. Most of the time, have Charizard. Okay. Um, I remember. I actually like a few times have done like. A, did you ever do the Mew glitch? I never did. I've, Which, I've I've seen it, but I've never done it. Mew can suck my ass for a number of reasons. He's a good Pokemon, <laughs> but like trying to get him as a kid before you had the internet, yeah. was so frustrating because like all these kids on the playground would be like, "Oh man, he's in the truck by the SSN," and then you'd go there, and he's like, "There's nothing there." Yeah, and then you read on the internet later, like, "No, what you got to do is you've got to exploit this glitch. You've got to like wait until this person sees you, and then you have to teleport away, and then you've got to do this." and then you got to do this mm-hmm. and then you'll come across Mew and it works when you do it like that but like this was before like you could just like pull up something on your phone of course. and be like how do sure. I do this it was like trying to 
get Knights of the Round Knights of the Round in Final Fantasy VII, and it was like four hundred steps, and like people would try to explain it to you, and you were like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't. yeah, but I don't, I don't get, I, I fuck Mew sucks. Like Mew two looks so badass. He's so like I would put him in my five favorite Pokemon. I assume it's a him. Maybe it's a she. Doesn't matter. I don't know. I I always love Mewtwo. I was like, that's such a cool looking Pokemon. And then Mew was like this crappy little flying cat thing. Mew could learn any move though, which was cool. Yeah, but looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> My team, like when I go into a Pokemon battle, I want people to be like, oh shit. Like I feel like people would go, sh- oh shit, about Mew though. No, because they, they pet him. The interesting thing about Mew though, it's like there was such a mystery behind it. Like Mewtwo, we all knew where he was. Right. We knew at the end of the game he was in that you cave. Go there, and yeah. you probably needed to save that Master Ball. Oh yeah, fuck! Because that was another thing. Was there were Pokemon you'd get one shot at, and then unless you, fucked you it did up, the glitch, you have to, yeah. Because that was so stressful. Like, or even even if you just came across when you wanted that you hadn't seen in a while. It was so stressful trying to get them down to that last, like, numb so you could catch them. Especially later in the game where they're stronger and they, they, it's harder to catch them. Oh, that was, like, that was intense. Like, trying to figure out who you, could, who you could hit them, like, with a quick attack with that wouldn't kill them. Yeah. Or faint them. Whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, I forgot it. all about they the Master Ball. because it was a kid's Cause game. Because it was a but... kid's game, but you killed them. Really, at its <laughs> core, like, Pokemon's a pretty cruel concept yeah like if that was a real world thing i would have some real moral objections right but it's because it's a game it's like who gives like Peta comes down hard on pokemon for like glorifying like sure well it's basically dog fighting but it is. With, no it's exactly but that. with like a whole bunch of different animals yeah that's really all it is you they, they stay they live in these tiny balls and they only come out to fight yeah like in real life, that's a terrifying nightmare. What a thank God life. it's a video game, right? Holy cow! Um, yeah, I forgot all about the Master Ball. You had one, and then like, oh, how many stupid kids do you think like came across like a Meowth or something and had their Master Ball and were like, what? Like the the from the game or from the show and used it on like something crappy Only to find out it's the dumbest Pokemon. Oh. Meowth, other than like the only reason Meowth is even moderately relevant is because in the cartoon he was the best character on the show. Well, for some reason he like they actually had an episode where it explained how he could talk and it made no sense. Oh, really? Yeah, because like he fell in love with this other cat, like high society cat, whereas he was just like this stupid stray. Sure, sure. And he wanted to impress this cat he had fallen in love with, so he went to like though he like was hiding in like this attic during like this adult class where they talked about like where they were teaching them how to speak oh i didn't know that so he would just follow along being like she sells seashells by the seashore and then like he went to this cat being like now i can impress this cat because i can speak what a rad and character. The cat, and this other cat was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. You're still a poor piece of shit. What a rad character, man. I like, because I had blue, and I remember him being one of the ones that I couldn't catch because my brother had red, and I was like <sighs> insisted that he caught a Meowth and trade him to me because I loved Meowth on the cartoon so much. Like, he was so <laughs> awesome. He was, <laughs> now that I think about it, he's the only interesting character on that show. With he really is sort of intriguing back I, with the exception of professor oak there's a movie i don't rem- i don't remember which one it was i didn't watch all of the movies but there was one that i watched a few years ago where like professor oak as a child time travels and like 
wor- does like solves some sort of issue with Ash, and it's weird because you it's one of those things where like he just comes across this kid and then they work out this problem, and at the very end it turns out it's Professor Oak from the past or something. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> it was the show wasn't that good. like I know we all have fond memories of the show. <laughs> it wasn't that, it good. wasn't that good. I remember like. Being so upset. Remember when they like? Okay, I know this is supposed to be red and blue, but I don't. I don't care. Like when he lets Butterfree go. Yeah. And then like when he finds Charmander, like dude, there was so much. Charmander wouldn't leave the rock because he was like dying in the rain. But he wouldn't. There was that British guy being like, "I came back for Charmander." Yeah, yeah. Ah, fuck. But it like it was hokey. But now it's not that good. It's not that good a show. The game is infinitely better than yeah. Well, because the game is like the game is timeless, whereas the show aged. I agree. Probably not that Not great. good at all. Um, man, what a great game. I want to, like, if they release it, like, I know some, I've heard a lot of people argue that Game Boy Classic would never work. But I, and I'd, it, I'd play a Game Boy Classic. I would buy sure. a Game Boy Classic I simply for no the Pokemon. I see no reason why that wouldn't work. I, just for the Pokemons alone, I would buy it. Yeah. Like, and then you throw a few other things. Because, I mean, granted, to pick 20 games out of that lineup, I'm like, me. But, like, you know what? It would the, have to be a Game Boy Color Classic. yeah yeah you're probably right so you could throw on some of the like i mean you're yeah i was gonna say game boy advance but like you even need just a like game boy Color. mario and the six silver coins sure. you'd need like Link's awakening right yeah and you'd need the poker you need like gen one and two you'd pokemon. have to have a ton of poker you could load dude you could literally release a game boy classic with just all the pokemon games on it and sell a million of yeah them. Like, oh, easily easily like that ip that game like there's so time there's so much fun to play and even like i said there's certain things about them i don't like Actually, yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about what we... Is there anything... Because there are things I don't like about the Pokemon games. Um, I think that there are things that improved throughout the series. For sure there is. Like we were mentioning earlier, the XP share, which was a godsend in that second generation. Because oh. the first gen was like, holy shit, like I... I am so sick of pulling out Magikarp. Yeah, and you had to do that with Abra too. Or yeah. you had to do it like... I, I remember like I had a Butterfree for quite a long time. And you had to start him off with those crappy, which one's the Butterfree? Caterpie, I think. Yeah. And then he turned to this stupid, like, cocoon that he couldn't do anything. And then, or Metapod. That's yeah. what it was. He went from, from Caterpie to Metapod to Butterfree. And it was a grind to get him to Butterfree because, because the first Metapod two versions suck. The first two versions, yeah, they're awful. Um, and that was frustrating. Like I said, I love Magikarp and Gyarados. I love them. But the grind of getting to a Gyarados fucking sucked. And yeah, like an XP share, like I don't even give a crap if you give them 25% of the XP. Just let me lock them away instead of like, you basically have to give away a turn every single battle. Yeah. And that's such a pain in the ass. And you have to like, you have to now switch it out and now whatever you put out first, now it's vulnerable to the first attack. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and it wasn't the like, I, I mean, I don't know if the, I, I don't know if the later games improved. I don't think they did. I don't think X and Y did. Uh... In the first one, because like, remember, Gary, it was a Gary or Red or whatever the hell his name yeah. was. Your your yeah, your rival. Was, his, like his name was Blue, but it was Gary. Right? Yeah. Whenever you, oh, he was such a prick in the cartoon too. Um, <laughs> every time you run into him, uh, like they apply no real strategy. Like you can like see who they're gonna throw. Like once, like so, say they say you you knock out their their Pidgeotto, and then they bring out their their Charmeleon. Then yeah, you're like, you're okay, like, you're I can counter. A, you're up against a routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which was a good thing because, yeah, when you're trying to evolve one of those fucking crappy Pokemon that can't do anything, if the computer really did play into strategy, it would be a real bitch because you like you walk into a fight 
and then be like, son of a bitch, I got to pull out my Abra. And then whatever you put in, you're open to just getting kicked in the balls. Yeah, like there's so many times playing the computers in those games. Like in like even in like X and Y or like even the most recent one, like the what did you play the Hawaiian Island ones? No, those are fun. I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head. I should play them again. Uh, but even in the later games, there's so many times you'll be up against the computer and they'll do like, they'll just waste a move on something stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What? Like you'll do a move that's devastating and then they'll use encore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, okay, I'm just, you just guaranteed I'm going to kill your Pokemon sure. in the next turn. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. Something I'd really like to see. Cause I don't know if I'm going to buy the one, the switch ones that are coming out right away. The Pikachu and Eevee one. I might just wait for like the new full fledged, like, Oh, you might wait. For, let's like, just hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I would love to see like a hard mode or like a difficulty setting or something. Where like on a normal setting, it stays as it is. They they just it's like a random. They just I really feel like that's what it is. Is it just randomly picks one of their attacks and uses it? Does, it. Yeah, that seems what it is. Yeah, like what it is. I just can't help but think that it would be like you can play Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy games or other things where they can put some strategy into it. Give us like a hard mode where they come at you like you'd be playing with another human. Yeah, you know, because I think that would be an infinitely more enjoyable game. If they were actually throwing strategy back at you and there was a lot of countering attacks and stuff like, because dude, when you like, I don't watch a ton of it, but when you, even when you play against somebody, it, like when you'd play with one of your friends, like in red and blue, if you would battle or whatever, because you could do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when anyone throw or like Pokemon Stadium or anything, when there's any kind of strategy thrown into it, it it like exponentially increases how fun that game is. At least to me. I think oh, that's easily. so much more fun. Oh, easily. You know, it's just like like you said, it's it's when they're you know like you, when you hit them with a devastating attack and then instead of them doing anything back or switching out to like a stronger style of pokemon or anything they use screech and drop your defense and or something and you're like yeah, i'm about to like, kill you like what the fuck is why this? would you do that yeah so give us a hard mode that'd be awesome i think like and there are some like moves like that can be useful but they never use them in a useful setting mm-hmm yeah, so that's a complaint. Oh, yeah, I meant to bring this up. Another complaint I had about the first Pokemon uh, in particular was having to carry around a dud just to load up with HMs so you could do things. Like, unless you gave them to one of you. Like if you oh, yeah. You know, like if you had to cut bushes or what were they, surf? I typically try to, like, spread them evenly throughout the team. Like, yeah. Charizard will be the one that learns cut. And then, likewise, like, have, with- like, something... I'll maybe catch a legendary bird and that'll be my flying one. Right. Or... Yeah. Likewise with like Venusaur, I'd give him cut, but, and it was a strong enough attack, but it was still a pain in the ass that you had to like, I don't know. I like, I get what they were trying to do where it was like, Oh, the Pokemon aren't just for battling. You need them to get around and stuff too. But it was, I found it very inconvenient. Although my, like my <clears throat> way of like trying to like up the difficulty in those games is like how I play now is I never, I won't catch legendaries. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I won't use like I won't use them because Oh, my... yeah, cuz there were the birds, right? Yeah, there I forgot the birds, about them. There yeah. were the birds and then there was Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just stick with the core cuz you're right. Yeah, like cuz that's the other thing is like cuz I... they're like they give you pokemon that are like if you use that the game will be like so broken afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You go into like cuz you could get the cuz there was three birds, right? Yeah. And you could get them all before you went in to fight the elite four you could yeah and then you go into that battle with like those three birds a psychic the last one is in victory road though okay like, okay on the way to the elite four you're right though they were like borderline game breaking 
things. It was just, yeah, it was, it was, it was a more realistic game to just use the common ones that everybody else. Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing is like they're supposed to be the only one in the world. They're these legendary like, like unheard of Pokemon, and then this fucking kid walks in with like two of them. And, and you're like, like, what the oh, fuck? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You should have to use the, the Like, regular. the rare Pokemon don't really feel that rare when, like, everybody can get it. Agreed. I agree with that. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens. Maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but... Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, Crash Plan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. Crash Plan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a Crash Plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's I also feel like there wasn't a ton of like post-game stuff to do, and it's not like... That's what I like so much about the second gen. It's not fair to per, to like compare f- second gen to first gen because they like went through and they you, improved it you so learned. much. Yeah, yeah. But in second gen, like one of the best moments of that game was after the credits roll, and then you fire it up again, and be like, "Let's see what happens next." And then there's a whole other game for you to play. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. There's a whole like yeah, you get to go back to the first. Uh, you get to go back to the first region. And do all those gems again. Cool. I didn't know that. That's yeah. rad. Wow. So like you th- you play the game thinking like, oh, I'm in this new place with these new Pokemon. Sure, sure. And then you beat the game and they're like, oh, well, that was fun. And then they ramp it up by being like, okay, go through these gems again. And then you have to go beat like your player from, you have to go fight Red, who is the player oh, from the first game. cool. And he's got all of these like high level Pokemon now that you have to beat. Right. And that's the last boss of the game. That's and I thought cool. that was like. That's great. That took like the original concept and remixed it. Like I've yet to see a game that has in the Pokemon series that has done that since when really it was like, that was the best part of that game. What a great idea. Yeah. It, um, yeah, it's easy to sit here now and criticize the first, the first game, but it's, it's much like, I mean, look at the leap from Mario brothers to Mario brothers three Yeah, or the leap from Zelda 
not necessarily to Zelda 2, but from Zelda to Link to the Past. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like it's it's Mega Man to Mega Man 2. Like once you've the first one is you're figuring it out. The second one is you like it's now like, we know what to do. They're capitalizing like, on the concept for sure. Yeah, and the thing with Pokemon and 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 uh, hearing that is is cool. I, and I, I said I haven't played a ton of them, but like. I've never gotten the impression that Pokemon is treated like um, Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed, where it's like, let's put out another one this year and just like a couple minor tw- or sports games is a best I mean, example. I felt that way the last few years because the last year they came out with a remix of like those Hawaii Pokemon games. Okay. They like came out with like another version of that even though the original had come out like a year before. Right. And like they had changed a few things, but not enough to call it a whole new game. I see. I see. Which was a little disappointing considering that's the last 3DS Pokemon game. Right. But I feel like they've take they took a bit of a break and they're coming out with like uh let's go Pikachu next yeah. month. Yeah. And I feel like after that they're going to like release something that's really different I, and new. I really think like I, I don't know so I think I hope that when they drop this new poke like the twenty nineteen yeah. like, that's all we know about right now is this Pokemon twenty nineteen for the Switch, right? Yeah. That's really but like they've said as far as I am aware, it's a full fledged it is, yeah console Pokemon game. Yeah. Which is like what people have wanted forever. And now you've got it on a portable console it's that you can put I've to sleep anytime like you want. The N64. Exactly. And like, for, like if they nail it, dude, like if they, oh my God. Like if they Breath of the Wild. If they Pokemon. Breath of the Wild Pokemon. That's a great way to put it. If they Breath of the Wild Pokemon, they will make more money. It will be the single greatest console of all time. Oh God. I think. It'll be ridiculous. And every, and you know what's so smart of Nintendo for this is like, if you have, if you have a house with three kids, those kids don't want to share those kids each have their own 3ds yeah you know what i mean or at least a lot of houses they do they each have their own 3ds and they each have their own copy of pokemon and stuff like that and if nintendo releases some kind of bundle say it's like a switch without a dock like you know yeah. find a way to cut back some costs get rid of a dock get rid of whatever you can like strip it down to a bare bone switch but it comes with a copy of pokemon and and you can sell it to families like for christmas and stuff like if they release it like in the fall of next year yeah going in, oh my god because dude. like realistically your family only needs one dock yeah you're right it's like we have two and that one's because we each have a switch me and my girlfriend yeah and like we're pointing at it right now my that dock's not even hooked up it's just sitting in here like we don't use it you know and uh yeah so oh god the amount of money they'll make mark and if it's good which I have no doubt it will be good. Yeah. If there's one thing you can say for Nintendo, for all the weird decisions they make and everything like that, like when it's a first, like when it's like a, because they don't actually make the games, do they? Is they it? don't. There's the Pokemon company makes yeah, the yeah. Pokemon games. But, it, but it's a Nintendo exclusive and everything, mm-hmm. right? And like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, and it's always going to be Nintendo exclusive. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, like when I look, it's it's like it's it's right there with Mario, Zelda. Like it's their, it's their yeah. Mario Kart smash. Like it's one of their. It's the one they don't have quite as much control over. Like I think the right. Pokemon company sees a lot more kickback from merch than Nintendo does. Sure. But it still has that Nintendo polish. Mm-hmm. And dude, it's going to be balls to the wall like it's gonna like oh god like put every pokemon ever in it give us all the online trading give us the pokeban like give us everything and just let us like i'd love just i'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the online trading me too it's gonna be and battles like online battle oh god like if they do turn oh right anyone that's listening to this that is a pokemon fan is like yeah this is gonna be fucking <laughs> it's gonna sweet. be if you're not a pokemon fan why did you, you click on this yeah in the you, first place? you tapped out 35 minutes ago <laughs> if you're not a pokemon just... fan um Red and blue, man. It it uh I didn't know what they were going in and 
Uh, See, like when I got when I got my Game Boy with like red and blue, I was already obsessed with Pokemon. Okay. So then I like got the game, and it was like it was just this like finally moment because what I used to like I used to be on like this is like early internet. There used to be like there used to be like web pages for like Pokemon fan pages where like basically you could do like your own kind of like D and D Pokemon battles. Okay. Where like you had like a select list of like Pokemon you could use. Okay. And you would battle other people and the way you would do it is you would have a ref who would be like you tell the ref what your move is, the other guy tells the ref what you that what his move is, and the ref kind of decides how the battle goes. Right, right. So that was like that was how I played Pokemon before I got a copy <laughs> of like the game. Wow that fuck yeah so then when you finally get your hands on the real thing it was like oh this is way better yeah 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 wow that, that would oh man that would be like having to eat like sugar-free crappy ice cream for the first 15 <laughs> years and then getting handed like a real bowl of ice cream it'd be like wow just getting like an oreo like or peanut like a reese peanut butter it, ice cream. yeah yeah like oh this is so much better than like fucking grandma's iced milk yeah there you go ice iced milk <laughs> fuck me uh, they're great, dude. And you know what? There's things about the original Pokemon games that I still prefer. Like, I don't like items. Not items, but, like, having to hold stuff. Like, I prefer the original one where they don't hold that kind of stuff. There are some things that, like, you can make them hold, which are kind of like, why would you want that? Like, the Everstone is like, okay. Like, they treat the Everstone like this big thing you can get, and you're like, when am I going to use that? Yeah, so yeah. So I was no, listening who aren't in the know, the Everstone was a thing you could give to Pokemon. And as long as they were holding it, they would never evolve. Which, I don't understand. Like, what is the point of that? Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't want to evolve your... I mean, I, may, I, I mean, maybe the maybe, Pikachu. Maybe if you really liked Pikachu. Yeah. But, like, Pikachu didn't evolve on its own. You needed a Thunderstone. Yeah, you a Thunderstone, yeah. Um... I like I I mean I never liked uh I don't say I don't like it but I prefer one on one. I've never been a huge fan of like the two on two battles and shit that is in some of the later games. I Those don't... are kind of cool because they do kind of like there are certain moves that you would use on a one and one that you couldn't necessarily use on like a two and two like earthquake right would affect everybody on so it would hurt your team too including your team right, right, or right. surf is the exact same right, right so you would have to be like you'd have to use a bit more strategy okay um yeah i just i don't know i always preferred the one-on-one thing playing x and y i could never get into breeding trying to work on like getting their stats down and stuff i'm like just let me catch pokemon and play like Like, that's all i want to do i'm definitely one of the like just let me play the game guys right like i know i i have friends that would be like oh well i've got to breed this to get like this to get this (sighs) to like and then they would do like spend hours like doing the like weird like yeah. side training that people would spend like months yeah. doing if, if you're like, into get it the perfect pokemon if you're into that rad but i'm like it's it's it, pokemon's already a pretty meaty game like there's already a lot of time there i don't have an extra fucking 80 hours to put into trying to get it depends if like Charmander. it depends if you think about pokemon as a one-player game or a two-player Agreed. game honestly Agreed. like if you think of it as a two-player game yeah you're going to spend like hours yeah. trying to like get the best one but for like dudes like you and me, we're just like, I'll like battle my brother when he like yeah, is yeah. online. He's like, hey, I'm bored. Let's do this. And sure. I'm like, yeah, sure. And I usually lose, but it's fine because it's like, I'm not like, it's not a sport for me. And for some people, like Pokemon is a sport. It's like, competitive, man. It's so competitive. Like yeah. trying to play online, I lose every time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that excited. Like, I mean, I, I think it's going to be cool on the Switch. 
but I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't want to fucking go on. It's just one of those murdered. games. Like, I want to play my friends. I don't yeah. want to play like some kid in Japan who like this is his job. Yeah, and you fucking Japanese. If you're fucking listening to this, <laughs> you sons of bitches. You fucking are so good at Mario Kart and Splatoon and Tetris and every fucking online game. And you just fuck every time I sign in to play, and then I see like eight names that are all these fucking weird characters that I can't read. Part of me wants Japanese. to be like, that's very racist. But like, as no. a person who's played online, I'm like, no, that's very accurate. It's true. I'm giving them a compliment and then hating them for it. When we were in Japan, Shaylee and I were sitting on one of the trains and I was like, I wonder how many people on this fucking train have fed me my lunch at Tetris. <laughs> and I'm like, you sons of bitches. You sons of bitches. How many people in this room have fucking wasted me at Splatoon? Fucking assholes. Uh, okay, we should wrap this thing up. All right. Okay, Pokemon. Okay, so you can include yellow if you want. Pokemon, red, blue, yellow. That first generation. Um, it's a retrospective score. What would you give them out of 10? That's a, a re- hard thing to do. Like looking, like like. Are we talking? Like are we like? What what do you mean by retro? Like at the time, or are we talking now? I mean, uh, so maybe I use the wrong. T- I mean now. Like going like if you were to like if, if today if you had to review Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow now. Like if it came out today. Yeah. I don't know. It's like in like, it's an eight now. Yeah, it's an eight. I can get behind at the that. time. It eight. was a ten. It was fuck you. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. At the time, it was the most like expensive, yeah. like handheld RPG. Forget sure. about it. I'd give it. You know what? It's it's a hard game to review now because yeah, like I I would agree, eight would be good. They've made better Pokemon games since then. If you've never played a Pokemon game before, I think you would enjoy it. It's a pretty solid place to start. Exponentially more than someone that's played all of them. And if you've played all of them, I think you enjoy it for the nostalgia. Yeah. But there's no kidding yourself that it's it's like playing the original Super Mario Brothers and then playing Mario 3, Super Mario World. All these, like it's It has its charm. There's nostalgia there and you can see the foundation, but it's just not what it's the rest not, of them yeah. are. Like XY, like that's for me, my money, that's the best Pokemon game. I really enjoyed X and Y a lot. Um, that said though, uh, you could start with Bulbasaur. Or silver. Silver still might be my favorite. Man, there's a lot. I could have... Give us a Game Boy Classic and just load it up with Pokemon. (laughs) Just give us a Pokemon Classic. Just fucking give us something with all the Pokemon games. Do you imagine how much money that would be worth? Just a a, a handheld that has nothing but like all the Pokemon Pokemon, games on it. Like we're going like white and black and white and black Give you a Pokemon bank on the console that you could move from like... Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. You'd make a lot of money. That's an idea. You'd make a lot of money. I got to write a letter. I don't know how to write in Japanese. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, good stuff, man. That was... I fucking... God, I love those games. I got to figure out what music I'm going to put into the start of this one. I love... It has to be that, right? That theme from the start. Like that... I'm not going to... You guys don't want to listen to us do shitty versions of it. You want to listen to the Game Boy do shitty versions of it. Thanks for thanks for doing this one, buddy. That was... Pokemon's the shit, buddy. Yeah, man. Go Bulbasaur. And that's going to do it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you, Mark, so much for coming over and nerding out with me and talking Pokemon. Thank all of you for listening. It means the world to me. Really, it does. Uh, I really want to see this this podcast turn into something special. So for all of you that have been reaching out and supporting me, thank you so much. You don't know how much that means to me. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe. Please share it. Please leave us a review. 
please tell a friend. It would really mean a lot to me. And uh, if you want to come on the show, shoot me a message. Let's find a game. I'm really looking to talk NES, all right? That's what I'm, well, not just NES, anything. I don't care. We're talking PS1, Nintendo 64 era, and further back, at least for now. I'm probably going to expand expand it, but for the time being, I want to go old school. Um, That's it, you guys. Go play some Pokemon. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next Wednesday with another episode of Remember the Game. Take it easy. (laughs) 